Welcome to Shekinah International Podcast. Our ministry reflects the five-fold ministry model Apostle Paul mentions in Ephesians 4, 11, and 12. Our podcast features leaders from multiple churches who are passionate about equipping Christians just like you to walk in purity and power, fulfilling your God-given purpose. God wants to do great exploits through you, so enjoy today's podcast. Amen. Hallelujah. I don't know why you guys invited me here because you've already preached. Amen. You have already preached the word of God. You have prophesied the word of God. I'm just going to add my little two cents to it. But other than that, you have already said it. I'm so glad to be here Uh, I'm just loud. That's all I am. You know, I'm just loud. Just let you know already. Amen. Um, But I am so glad to be here in your midst. Uh, Hallelujah. We give God glory and honor and praise. Um, Just want to acknowledge Apostle Stephanie and thank you so much for the invitation. Again, my husband, Pastor Stanley Chase, they call him doctor. I call him honey. (laughs) Honey, baby, Casanova or whatever else, but you can call him doctor or Pastor Stan. Hallelujah. I do want to acknowledge um, Pastor Terrence King again, who is my pastor. Um, He is our pastor of Kingdom Ministry, and we're on 3000 West Villa Road. So we thank God for him and leading Lady Cynthia. Uh, A great covering. Amen. A great covering. And so I just want to pray, and then we'll go ahead and get started with the word of the Lord. Heavenly Father, we just thank you and honor you and praise you on today, God. We thank you for your presence, and we thank you, Lord, that in your presence there is fullness of joy. We thank you that we can rejoice in your presence. We thank you that you we can smile in your presence. We can laugh in your presence. We can cry in your presence. We can climb up upon your lap, oh God, and lay our head, head upon your chest, oh God, in your presence, God. And we just thank you, Father God, for that opportunity and that invitation to come boldly to the throne room of grace where we can obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. And God, So even as we come, God, we come to you, oh God, and we thank you for receiving us, oh God. We thank you for receiving your people, oh God. We thank you for calling us, oh God, because you said that no man could come unto you unless you first call them. And so, Father God, even as you have called us for such a time of this, Father, we come forth, oh God, to do your will and give you praise in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I love to pray. (laughs) I love to pray. Amen. So many of you have um, talked about this already today. And so I felt like, okay, God, this is a confirmation. I love confirmation. Well, the title of the message is Strength for the Journey. (laughs) Strength for the Journey. Hey, pastors, how y'all doing? I remember them. Amen. But strength for the journey. As a, a, I like to journal my thoughts. I don't know if we have anybody out here who likes to journal. Well, I love to write and journal as I go through life and things are going on in my life. I'll get my book out and several books. I don't know which ones. I never finish one, so I just pick up, the, pick up one and begin to write. But the other night I couldn't sleep. And so I picked up one of those journals, and it was dated back 2004. I said, oh, my goodness, I am reading about what was going on in my life over 17 years ago. I'm like, this is interesting. And one of the good things that I saw in the journal was that I was continually crying out to God for help. No matter what was going on in my life, and there's always a lot of things that goes on in each of our lives, but if we can continue to cry out to the Lord for his help, and we do it through many ways, but that's what I saw as I read this journal, and that was a consistent theme that I was totally dependent upon God. We are totally dependent upon God. We are not independent, but we are totally and we are completely dependent upon God. 
So, you know, women, we like to say, I want my independence. No, sweetie, you ain't independent. You are dependent. Hallelujah. We are dependent upon God. And that's a good thing. That's a great thing. That's a marvelous thing. That's an awesome thing because I don't have to do it by myself. Sometimes we get tired of doing it by ourselves. And we don't have to do it by ourselves because we have a heavenly father that we can call on, that we can cry out to, and that we can tell him about everything and everybody that's doing us wrong. But we never tell him about the, th the people we do wrong. Woo! But he reminds us. <laughs> Hallelujah. He reminds us. Sometimes we don't think we can make it over the next moment. We don't think that we can make it even the next day. There's sometimes we don't think we can make it over the next hurdle, past the next relationship. We don't think we can make it through life's ups and downs, through the troubles on the job. Hallelujah. If you ever worked for an employer, you've had some troubles on the job. Hallelujah. I was reading about my troubles, but I said I was set free from my troubles because I got re I, I was retired. <laughs> Ooh, thank you, Jesus. But in that journal, I was reading about the troubles on the job. Sometimes we don't think we can make it through the things that people have said to us or even done to us. But we can. Somehow, in time, we move on. And maybe not even of our own accord. We don't, we, we don't want to move on. Or we don't figure, we can't see how we can move on. But that next moment, that next minute, that next hour, that next day, that next month, that next three months, that next six months, that next year, and all of a sudden we looking back and go, Woo, didn't the Lord do it? Yes, he did. He has brought me from there to here, and I don't even know how. Was I in a dream? Was I in a fog? But all I know that is I am no longer over there, but I am over here, and I have to give God the praise, the honor, and the glory because he is the one that has brought us out. He is the one that has brought us through. He is the one that has picked us up. He is the one that has dusted us off. I don't know about you. Y'all can come on preach with me a little bit. Hallelujah. It's all right if you say amen. It's all right if you jump up. It's all right if you just say, whoo, Jesus. If it get good to you, hallelujah. Minister Matt, no, no, he knows me. Hallelujah. He knows me real well. Hallelujah. Amen. I think I might want him to come up to the, come closer to me. <laughs> hallelujah. But you know what? God has always and he will always be with us. Matthew 28 and 20 says to us, as God says to us, I am with you even until the end of the world. There's an old song that tells us we made it this far by faith, leaning on the Lord, trusting in his holy word, and he has never failed us yet. I won't turn around because he brought me this far by faith. The same God that brought us through then is the same God that's bringing us through now. There is no shame in asking or seeking God for strength for the journey. Never be ashamed to ask God for help. That's why he's here. That's why he tells us that we are always dependent upon him. And because he know he's made us dependent upon him, because you know he made us sheep. And you know sheep ain't the smartest people in the world. And so because he made us sheep, that means he knows that we're going to have to cry out to him because we will drown if we get enough water on the wool. And, we, and even as we're drinking, we'll drown. But God... But God is always with us. Our journeys are different. Our journeys are different even when we were 10 years old, 20 years old, 
30 years old. We're not going through the same journey at the age of 30 that we have gone through at the age of 40, 50, 60, and I'm going to stop right there. <laughs> 60 and younger, <laughs> amen. We have different needs. We are in different places in our lives. Yet our God remains willing and he's able to help us no matter what is going on in our lives. He is Alpha and the Omega. He is the beginning and the end. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I'm excited about me some Jesus today. Hallelujah. But today, today, I sit at the table with you. Sometimes we get so caught up in preparing food for guests. We have the preacher come up, and all of a sudden we get to prepare the food, the message for you. And so you don't think we're eating, but today I'm sitting, I'm just standing here, but I'm sitting at the table with you ready to eat. The same food that I'm delivering to you, I've tasted and I've seen that the Lord is good. Amen? And so when we eat this food, amen, this is the food that God has prepared for us. Amen? Psalms 23 and 5 says that God has prepared a table. It's interesting. God said he has prepared a table before us in the presence of where? Of who? Our enemies. Why are we so shocked of where we're sitting and what's going in our lives? We should not be shocked. We should be right at home because the Lord says that I have prepared a table before you in the presence of your enemies, our enemies. Even though our enemies are present all around us, we have wonderful things on the table that God has prepared for us, the things that we need. On this table is everything that you need as strength for the journey. Amen? If you need some faith today, it's on the table. Amen? Look at your neighbor and ask them, pass me some faith. You see, it's on the table, but it might not be right in front of you. It may be on the table, but it might the table is super long, so faith may be down there. So I may need to ask someone, will you please pass me some faith? Because right now my faith is a little bit low. Right now I'm a little bit down, but I know it's on the table, so can you please pass me some faith? I am not going to be ashamed to see my sister sitting and my brother sitting down at the table and what I need is in front of them and I won't open my mouth and say, will you please pass me some faith? Amen? We have to ask. We have to ask them. Deliverance is also on the table. How do I know that? Because Jesus said deliverance is the what? Children's bread. And the children are the ones that are sitting at the table. So there is deliverance. And I don't know about you, I need deliverance. We are in this world, but not of this world. And as we walk through the world, things get attached to us that we don't even see sometimes because it's on our back. And so we need one another. We need to be helpers of one another so that if you see something on me that you know that I don't see, that you can go and just cut it off. Amen? There's deliverance on the table. There's healing on the table because the word of God says that by his stripes we were healed. Everything that you have need of, everything that I have need of is already on the table. It's on the table. What is it? What is it? What is it that you're crying out to God for trust in him? 
Do we need to lean upon him? Oh, we can be in some situations where we're going to have to trust God, that we're going to have to lean upon God, that we have to rely upon God. It's on the table. Everything that we have need is on the table. You want to know how I know? Because the word of God says he supplies all of our needs according to what? His riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Amen? All the promises of God are on the table. We may need to reach. We may need to stretch. We may need to ask someone to pass it to us. And guess what? We may need to get up out of our seats and go down to the other end of the table and go and get it for ourselves. Amen? Because sometimes y'all move too slow. I say it over here. Y'all move too slow. And when I'm hungry, I'm hungry. And when I want to eat, I want to eat. And I want to eat it right now. And you just sitting up there talking to your neighbor. And I'm telling you that I'm desperate and I'm hungry. And I need that. And you're going, I'm going to get it. And I'm like, but you ain't moving fast enough. <laughs> so I just get up. Excuse me. Excuse me. Pardon me. Go get what I need. Go back to my seat. And I'm going to begin to eat. Hallelujah. Glory to God. <laughs> Hallelujah. We've got to have some fun. Amen. Amen. In our journey in fulfilling purpose and plans and destiny that Christ has for us, we need to have, we need God to give us strength for this journey. And this was a message that was birthed out of me crying out to God. I'm like, Jesus, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's happening. All I know is I feel depleted in my spirit. So I, I, I definitely heard you, Laura, Prophet Laura. Amen. You know, sometimes we just feel depleted. When I came in here, Apostle Stephanie, thank you so much for the atmosphere. I felt like I was being refreshed. Woo, I felt, whoo, somebody just pouring into me, and I'm taking it all. Amen? And so we are sometimes, as we go through and we're fighting this battle and fighting that battle and praying for this one and, and helping that one and giving out here and giving out there, we can become depleted. And so I'm like, God, I need some strength. I need some help. And guess what? He is so faithful. He did provide it. Amen. God sent an angel to the prophet Elijah after he defeated and killed the false prophets of Baal. When the king's wife Jezebel heard about it, she threatened Elijah and he ran for his life. Has this ever happened to you <laughs> after you have done the work of God? I don't know about you, but I can definitely relate. We will run, but we won't run physically, but we will run mentally. We can, we'll sit right here and go, I am up out of here. We'll be like the little boy on Facebook. He's like, I'm tired of this church. Amen. Sometimes we will physically leave, but other, most of the times we will mentally check out. Yet our bodies are still here. We're shaking our head. We're doing all of the proper things that we know to do to make it look like we okay. And we so jacked up. From the inside, things is all in a mess and all in array. And somebody say, you, do you need prayer? Can I, can I help you? No, I'm fine. I'm just fine. Lying. We just lie. Come on, we're going to tell the truth today and shame the devil. Amen? <laughs> Hallelujah. This is me. Hallelujah. But we run, maybe not physically, but emotionally. Oh, we will leave. Me? I'll check out in a minute. Amen? And I know that. And so I have to work on that. We leave emotionally and we might leave mentally. It can even cause us to question God, whether we heard from him. Why? Because of opposition. 
when the opposition gets so great, we go like, God, did I really hear that you said you wanted me to do this? Are you really sure? Like, really? Are we asking God if he's sure? He's God. Amen? But because the opposition is so great, amen, that we will question God. But you know what? God doesn't always move opposition. That mountain that we keep talking about, we want God to move. He said, I'm going to give you the strength to climb it because I'm not moving anything. <laughs> we don't want to hear that. He says, I'm going to get you some good boots. I'm going to strengthen your legs. I'm going to give you a backpack with everything that you need. But you're climbing this mountain today because I'm not going to move it. But there are some mountains he moves. There's some that we have to climb. There's some that we can go around. But it's not a one type of thing that God does. Amen. Because of where we're at and what we need. And he knows what we need. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to preach this. Amen. And, minutes, and, and Apostle Stephanie's going to invite me back. <laughs> Ooh, hallelujah. Amen. But opposition is what helps us build strength. It's a stepping stone for us to reach higher heights. Amen? So think of that when you're going through. Think of that. You know, it's like, okay, I need this. Okay, God, you allowed this to come into my life. I'm not quite sure why, but I know you're God. So apparently I need to learn some things. And so because I need to learn some things, I'm going to accept this and God show me how and what to do so that I can begin to step up on it so that it can lift me up and so that I can move forward. Amen. In 1 Kings chapter 19 Verse 5, it says, then as he lay, still talking about Elisha, and he slept under a broom tree, suddenly an angel touched him and said to him, arise and eat. Then he looked, and there by his head was a cake baked on coals and a jar of water. So he ate and drank and lay down again, and the angel of the Lord came back the second time and touched him and said, arise and eat. Because the journey is too great for you. So he arose and he ate and he drank and he went in the strength of that food for 40 days and 40 nights. As far as Horeb, the mountain of God. I want some of that. I want whatever he was drinking. <laughs> you know, they say that in the world. Give me what they drinking. But I'm saying this in the church. Give me what the angel gave to the prophet Elijah. Give me some of that. I want some of that food and I want some of that drink. Because if he can go in the strength of the Lord 40 days and 40 nights, you know that was some good stuff. You know that was some strong stuff. You know that that was some enduring stuff. <laughs> you know, we ain't been saved all our little lives. <laughs> Woo. We have not been saved out of our lives, and we need to sometimes think about that. Amen? Hallelujah. It's time for us to arise, to wake up, and eat the food that gives us strength. The food that gives us strength for the journey. Jesus sits at the right hand of God, and he ever lives to make intercession for you and I. He is talking to God on our behalf. Hebrews 4 and 15 says in the living Bible, this high priest of ours, he understands. Have you ever looked for somebody to just understand? We go and search the world and looking for people who will what? Just understand. I'm looking for somebody who will understand what I'm going through. I'm looking for somebody who will understand what's happening to me. I'm looking for someone who will just simply understand. And what we don't often realize is Jesus is standing right there. He's right there. And the scripture tells us that he understands our weaknesses. My God. 
since he had the same temptations we do, though he never once gave way to them and sin. Again, we often look for someone to understand us and what we're going through. But Jesus knows us better than we even know ourselves. He is here to navigate us through this journey called life. And I'm like Apostle Stephanie. Some days I'd be like, Jesus, really? Can we just call it, you know, can we, you know, can, can we just, mm. I, I, you know, I, I have to be careful what I say so I don't finish the sentence, you know. Uh, you know, uh, I, I'm just, oh, okay. Uh, and, uh, mm, okay, Jesus. Hallelujah. <laughs> you you, you got to be careful when you're talking to God. You got to be careful of what you're saying. So I've learned over the years, I just don't finish the sentence. Uh-uh, mm, hallelujah. <laughs> Jesus, you know what I'm, ooh, oh, it hurt, mm, can't even say it hurts like this because, mm, God, you a healer. <laughs> Amen. I love it. <laughs> hallelujah. I got another one for you. <clears throat> so <laughs> as a child grows, they are strengthened as they exercise their legs to walk. Amen? If you haven't had one, you've seen one, you've held one, you've watched one on TV or something. Amen? <laughs> you know that we all exercise our legs to walk. As a child growing up, they fall often. You know, when they start, they're getting ready to learn as a toddler, they get up and, and they, they fall. That's what they do. Uh, as they continue to try to stand by themselves. I'm trying not to get ahead of myself because this is good, y'all. <laughs> they start out as using you as a support. Amen? You know what they do? You have them little kitties. You, you had that one right there, Apostle Stephanie, one, one sitting by you. you, you yeah, this one. You, you had her sitting on your lap. Yes. And she in front of you, and you had her little hands, and you thought y'all was playing a game, and she just a bouncer. She just a bouncer. And you're thinking, oh, this is so cute. She was using you. <laughs> they be using us, and we don't even know it. Them little toddlers using us, the adults who's supposed to know something, and they using us. Cammie was using Apostle Stephanie to strengthen her legs. That's what she was using her for. She's like, mm-hmm, you think this is cute, but I'm getting ready, I'm getting ready to walk. <laughs> Amen? And I just need to get some strength. So what I'm going to do, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lean upon my mama. I'm going to lean upon my daddy. I'm going to lean upon the chair. I'm going to hold on to the table. I'm going to hold on to the couch. I'm going to hold on to the wall because this is going to help me to begin to walk. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Children will use us. They'll use the couch, the chair, the table to help them stand. Then one day, one day, they will stretch out on faith and walk without our assistance. Here is the one word many of us don't like to hear, and that is exercise. But exercise is a process. I'm not going there, y'all. But exercise is a process or activity that is carried out for a specific purpose, especially one concerned with a specified area or a skill. And in this particular time that we're in now, the skill to be obtained is strength for the journey. That's the skill. So where do we get this strength for the journey called life? We get it from the word of God. Woo, hallelujah. The word of God will provide us strength for the journey. We were taught and we sang, Jesus loves me for the that's where you got some strength because you were singing that song telling you where to find the strength for the journey. It's in the Bible. It's in the B-I-B-L-E. Amen? <laughs> Hallelujah. So the Bible, amen, is the word of God. It will provide you strength 
for the journey because it teaches us how to stand. You know, it even tells us, stand. Stand therefore. Having done all to stand, stand. I'm like, I don't want to stand. It says stand. I want to sit down. It says stand. I'm, I'm tired. But it says stand. It's teaching us what we have to do. It's teaching us what we need to do. It says stand. Okay, God, if you say stand, then I'm going to stand, but you're going to have to give me some strength. He said, mm, no problem. I got you, baby. <laughs> I got you. You think that's a hard thing for God? No way. He will help us to be able to stand. He's also a keeper if we want to be kept. Mm. You know, we can look back in our lives and hopefully a long time ago that we didn't really, <laughs> hopefully a long time ago that we decided that we didn't want to be kept. So we went back out into the world. Okay, I went back out into the world. <laughs> Y'all stayed in the church all your life. <laughs> Amen. But God will help us. He will, he will keep us if we want to be kept. He will rebuke us when we go astray in order to bring us back. And he will comfort us and give us strength. You know what else pro provides the strength for the journey? Prayer. For me, this is a lifeline. It's my unbiblical cord to the spirit of God that provides me constant nourishment. I know some people struggle in this area because we everybody don't like to pray. Every pe people struggle in this area. Amen? Otherwise, the prayer times and the times we pray would be filled. But they not filled. It's two or three of us. And we have to quote that scripture, scripture where two or three are gathered together in his name. He'll be in the midst of us because the rest of y'all, we can't find nowhere. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> prayer will provide us strength for the journey. Sometimes when I, when I first started out uh, to praying, um, I was in a church in Muskegon. And I prayed because my pastor told me to pray. I didn't pray because I knew what I was doing. Matter of fact, I did not know what I was doing. All I knew is that he said pray. So I go home, go down in my basement where there's nobody else. So if I look really foolish, that nobody else has to hear me or see me. Because at that time, I didn't have the faith in God. I just had my pastor's word that says this is something that you ought to do. And sometimes we have to lean upon others until we are strengthened ourselves in that particular area. So I did it because my pastor told me to do it. And then I did it because I saw him do it. I did it because we did it in the church during morning worship. I did it because we did it in the church at evening worship. I did it because we did it when we were having Bible study. I did it because we, because we did it when we were out, when we were up all night. 24 hours praying. You have to learn because you're exercising. Amen? In that area of prayer. And the results now, I, I can pray. And I don't pray apologetically anymore. Do you know what I mean when I say? God has given us authority. Pray like you got authority. Don't pray like you apologizing. You go up in the enemy's camp and take back what's yours because it's yours. And you have it and it belongs to me and I'm coming up here to get it. <laughs> Amen? I remember, Cammie, when your mama came over to Africa to come get you. <laughs> I listen real well. <laughs> came and got you. Uh-uh, they got my baby. Oh, no, I'm coming up in there. I don't care who they are. I don't care what country they are. I don't care what laws they have. You're going to give me my baby, and she coming back with me. I don't care what y'all talking about. And, and, and you see where she's sitting at, don't you? <laughs> Amen. She knew who to call. Mama! <laughs> Mama like, I'm coming. Just, just give me a minute. I'm, I'm going to be there. Amen? But prayer... 
Guess what else gives us, or who else gives us strength for the journey? Holy Spirit. He is the link in the chain from our human spirit to the Spirit of God. He is the Spirit of God himself. He is truly water for the thirsty soul that cries out to God. He is food for the hungry who desires to be filled. Holy Spirit was with Jesus without limits, and he was sent by Jesus on his journey back to the Father to us so that we would not be alone and that we would have someone who is constantly with us. Jesus knew. He knew that we would need Holy Spirit to live, to be a comforter, to lead us and guide us into all truth, to convict the world of sin, to be a constant witness of the love of God. Amen? Holy Spirit. Guess what else provides us strength for the journey? Praise and worship. Amen? Sister Jackie can sing to me anytime she wants to. Yes, she can. I love her voice. Oh, man, I'm just like, let me just fall in. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Y'all be thinking I'm joking. I'm not joking. I'm, I'm just being real. I just want to oh, fall in. I, I needed that. She, she, she went to sing that song. Oh, Lord. You know, it just felt so good. Amen. And sometimes we need to express ourselves so the person who is singing can see that it is emotionally uh, uh, moving us instead of us sitting there like, go sing, girl. No, baby, come on. Bring it on. Bring it on. Bring it on. Amen. Amen. Your daughter, when she came up here, did you see the difference? Because I started encouraging her. I'm like, come on, girl, we can do this. Come on. And she got freer and freer and freer. We need to encourage one another. Amen? We've been there. We've done that. We know how it feels. Come on, let's help one another and encourage one another as they are going through, as they are coming out. Amen? Hallelujah. Praise and worship provides us strength for the journey. Hearing a song that puts into words what you're feeling that make our eyes fill up with tears. God using a song to touch the core of our hearts as we lift our hearts in adoration and praise to him who is truly worthy of all praise, honor, and glory. Spending time in praise and worship help us to cast every care upon him because he careth for us. Sometimes we so tight. <laughs> y'all gonna be loose when y'all leave here today <laughs> we so tight loosen up loosen up amen hallelujah glory to God <laughs> being able to get out of our own heads and praise and worship when we praying and giving it over to God, we are able to get out of our own heads. I don't know about y'all, but there's some stuff going on up in my head that I don't need to participate in. Sometimes I'll be like, can I leave? <laughs> I don't particularly like what, what's going on. And I'm trying to pull down every stronghold, cast down every evil imagination that exalts itself against the knowledge of Christ. Amen. We're doing all that. We're fighting the good fight of faith. We're waging a good warfare. But sometimes I just want to leave. <laughs> I want to leave what's going on in my head and, and go somewhere else. And you know what? Praise and worship does that for us. That's what you do when you're singing. You're bringing us out of ourselves. You're getting us out of our heads. You're giving us out of our mess. You're getting us out of, of, of the things that we're going through. You're getting uh, a prophet, Laura, out of that job, and she ain't thinking about that job. She's thinking about her Jesus. That's what praise and worship does for us. Amen? That's strength for the journey. It helps us to see a different perspective. We hear from God during praise and worship. We can love on God during praise and worship. We make a great exchange between God and ourselves. We give him all of that junk, and he gives us all of himself. Woohoo! Woo <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Mm, 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 mm. Okay. All right. 
<laughs> Hallelujah. We love on God, making way for the great exchange, giving him our weaknesses, giving him our inadequacies, giving him our insecurities, the longings of our heart as we give him thanks and honor to the one and the only true and living God. I have some insecurities. I have some inadequacies. Some days I think I'm on top of the world and other days I'm trying to figure out where in the world did I go? But praise and worship allows me to give all of those things that's going on in my head and in my life over to God. And then he can give me what he knows that I need. Because I don't even know what I need. I said, God, I want this as long as you know that I need this. But if you, don't, if you say I don't need this, I don't want it. Because some things we ask for, God knows that we don't need it. But he will give it to us if we keep asking. But you know what? I've learned that I don't want it if God knows that I don't need it. Amen? Y'all hang in there with me. I'm almost done. To have strength for the journey, you might have to be like David. When the enemy came up against him while he was on his way to a battle, when David returned home, he found out what God had given him. The enemy stole it. That's in 1 Samuel 30 and 6. But David did what? Strengthen himself in the Lord. Because those people who were with him was ready to, to stone him. They was ready to kill him. But he had to go and strengthen himself in the Lord. Amen? How did he do this? Through prayer. He did it through communion and fellowship. And David inquired of the Lord. He asked the Lord, what shall I do? How shall I go up? Sometimes we want to go do something and then turn around and go, God, is that what you wanted me to do? He's like, too late. You're in the middle of the mess right now. Now you got to clean up the mess, but it would have been a whole lot better if you had asked me before you went in. Uh-huh, I hit somebody home. I hit home. Man, there's a home run. Pow, out the, out the park. <laughs> Hallelujah. We all been there. We've all done it. Amen. Mm-hmm. David was a worshiper. He was also a dancer. <laughs> he danced so that he came right out of his clothes. <laughs> he gave God. An undignified praise. He didn't care that you was watching, you was watching, you was watching. David says, I'm going to give it all up for Jesus. I love that about Apostle Stephanie. She don't care. You're like, that's your problem. I'm getting ready to go over here with Jesus. And if you got a problem with it, you need to work it out. Because right now, I'm with, I'm with Abba. I'm with Abba. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. I love it. Amen. Amen. She ain't going to leave anyway. I'm just going to encourage her to stay right there. But she's like, girl, you ain't got to worry about it. I ain't going nowhere. Amen. I know you're not. <laughs> you may be like King Hezekiah when the enemy came up against him and the people. He was broadcasting what he was going to do to them. Hezekiah, he went into the temple, tore his clothes, and cried out in prayer to God. The Lord, mighty in battle, fought the battle for Hezekiah and the people, and they had the victory. There are some battles, some battles, not all battles. There are some battles God is telling us, sit back, relax. I got this. We don't need to fight in every battle. But we do need to inquire of the Lord, God, is this a battle you want me to fight in? Amen? I love it when he said, I got this one. I can go sit down, cross my legs, eat me a snack, drink me some juice. I ain't got to worry about it, God. If somebody come up and say something, I'm like, what you talking to me for? God said he got this. What? what, what? You're talking to the wrong person. You, you're talking to you, you better talk to the hand because I ain't the one. I ain't doing this. I ain't fixing this because God said he got this. So if you got an issue, if you got a problem, if something going on with you, then I think you need to bypass me and go to the Father. 
Amen? Hallelujah. I ain't changed, have I, Minister Matt? I ain't changed not one bit. I just got worse than a hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. See, this is what you did. You brought it out. Amen. Hallelujah. You may even be like, this is, I'm, 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 I only have one closing, okay? I'm on my last page. So I just want you to know that I am not those preachers who got four, five closing. I'd be like, when are you going to get done? Are you ever going to get done? I got one closing. One. And it ain't going to take me that long to get there. So here, the last bullet point. Uh-uh. One closing. People be tired. People want to go home. You may even be like the lame man at the gate called Beautiful, laying there asking for help. When Peter and John was on their way to the temple in Acts chapter 3, verse 4, they looked at him intently, and then Peter said, look here. Look here. They were, he was lame. The man was lame. He saw Peter and John going into the temple, and, you know, he thinking he getting ready to get some money. He said, look here. Amen. And they looked at him intently. Oh, okay. And then the lame man looked at them eagerly, expecting a gift. The lame man looked at them eagerly and expecting a gift. But Peter said, we don't have any money for you but I'll give you something else. I command you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. He gave that man what he needed. The money would have only got him to a certain point, but the ability to walk would be able to give him the ability to feed himself and to get up and find a job and be able to go do some things for himself. So he said, he said walk, get up in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Get up and walk. Then Peter took the lame man by the hand, and he pulled him to his feet. And, you know, sometimes we need some encouragement. Like I told you, we kind of slow. <laughs> we, we move a little slow. Peter and John, like, I ain't waiting on this man. He going to get up. <laughs> so he, so he, he went over there, and they took him by the hand. And as he did, the man's feet and ankle bones were healed and strengthened, so he came up with a leap, stood there a moment. Man was in shock. And he began walking. Then walking, leaping, and praising God, he went into the temple with them. Amen? Hallelujah. Isaiah 40 and 29 and 30 reminds us in the New King James Version, he gives power to the weak. God does. And to those who don't have any might, he increases their strength. The Living Bible says this. I love this one. He gives power to the tired and the worn out. Ooh, I'm like, Jesus, that's me. That's where I'm at right now. And your word already declared it, that you said that you were going to give power to those who were tired, to those who were worn out. You said you would give strength, Father God, to the weak. And that's the place where I am right now. So your word has declared that you're going to do it. So I know that you are not a man that you should lie, nor the son of man that you should repent. I know what you spoke is going to come to pass. And I found it in your word. And I am declaring your word back to you. And so because because I'm declaring your word back to you, I know you're going to do it. It ain't no apology. Lord, please. No. You said it, Daddy. I see it in your word. Your word says this, and I didn't looked it up in different translations. You know, the Bible hub gives you all them translations. I'm going to get every last one. I'm like, Jesus, this is what you said in this translation. This is what you said in that translation. I'm going to give it back to him one time, two time, three time, five time, whatever it takes for us to get strength for the journey. Amen. It says he gives, tired, he gives power to the tired and worn out and strength to the weak. Even the youth shall be exhausted and the young men will all give up. 
This is not an age thing. It's a living thing. The young people get tired even before the younger us <laughs> get tired. Amen? And so it's a living thing. Allow the Lord who loves you to give you an endless supply of his strength. Of his strength for strength for your journey. The journey that lies ahead of us. He is here with us. He is for us. And he is on our side. Greater is he that is in you. That's I, 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 ain't, I ain't doing, I'm, I'm like, that's it. Greater is he that is in you. I know that's not the end of the scripture. I just want you to know that I know it is not. But greater is he that is in you. 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 Amen? Thank you. I'm done. <laughs> Thank you for allowing me to come and impart this word into your spirit today. I pray it's been a blessing in your life. And may God continue to bless you with strength for this journey. Because we're going to need it, y'all. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Prophet Lord. <laughs> Thank you for listening today. Take a moment and ask Holy Spirit what he wants you to do with what you've learned. And remember, with God, all things are possible. So keep dreaming, keep praying, and simply obey. Because God is good, and he has good plans for you. You can subscribe to our blogs, learn about our speakers, and even hear from one of our team members how you can take part in transforming a city, your city with Christ. There's no time like the present. Visit ShekinahOnline.com. If this doesn't excite you, watch for our new and God-inspired product line, a newly released book by Stephanie Butler, and more testimonies from our listeners like you, working to bring unity in cities across the world. If you feel led to support our podcast, you may do so on our Shekinah.com website. Or if you would like to support us monthly, there is a link labeled Listener Support on every podcast. Until next time, we thank you, we love you, have a blessed day.